the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. One U.S. official says threats against Americans in Afghanistan are forcing the U.S. military to develop new ways to get evacuees to the airport in Kabul. But former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the Trump administration did a lot of planning for the eventual pullout of U.S. troops. Speaking with the Salem Radio Network this week, Pompeo says everything was in place for the final phase until it was mishandled by the current administration. We had stability at the 2,500-person level, and this administration came in, much like they did on our southern border, and just said, Trump did that, we're going to go rip it up. Pompeo says under President Trump, the play was to safely remove U.S. citizens as well as military hardware and to keep the U.S. in place to stamp out any ongoing terrorist threats that might arise. Advantages, Pompeo says, have now been lost due to the poorly planned pullout. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka wants the GOP to stand up. The GOP have been supine. It's like the dog on its back waiting for you to rub its tummy. That's what the GOP is. Oh, I'll write another letter to the White House. Let's have a little soundbite conference down at the border. Yes, they have to do something. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. If it could be like this every single day, that would be perfect. Mostly cloudy and 68 today, mostly sunny and a high of 74. Our August Regnery Book of the Month is Howled Out, a warning about America's next generation. You can win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're looking for your headliner, Mitch Berg. My name is Walter Hudson, substituting for him this weekend in studio with me, TC Pearson. We are uh, honored to be sitting in uh, the throne in the chair where uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network is produced from and to be hanging out with you guys on this Saturday afternoon. I just want to clarify, we're not both sitting in the same chair. The, yeah, that and would be a little weird. A little we got to you know your audience, right? You know, your, know two, your audience, yes. Don't have two dudes sitting in the same chair. No. All right, so we've been t- we talked quite a bit, an entire hour, in fact, about the, the woes of the Republican Party in Minnesota. So we're going to move on beyond that, although I should say the topics that we're going to continue to cover in this second hour – uh, are apropos to that first one because it it very much uh, the 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 problems 
that are that lie at the root of a lot of the issues that we have to contend with as conservatives and as Republicans and as Christians and wherever we find ourselves in the the cultural um, and geopolitical battle that's ongoing. A lot of these problems have the same underlying issues affecting them, and I think you'll find that as we proceed. Before we dive into the next topic, we do have uh, a caller on the line, Georgia in St. Paul, um, who wants to speak to the issues in the Republican Party. Welcome, Georgia. Hi. Hi. I'm the chair of 64 here in St. Paul, and I am a delegate to the State Central Committee. So in April, I spent a Saturday afternoon looking up as much as I could about anything that Jennifer had said in the past years as chair. And, you know, there wasn't really a lot out there that was negative, although I didn't really care for her. And I voted for Mark. But back in the years when Tony Sutton was the chair, the state central committee would sit down once a year and go through the whole budget And we had input in the budget. People could go to the microphone and say, I move we spend so much on this, I move we spend so much on that. And we had a real voice in the party finances. And then in the year that the Ron Paul people basically took over the party, they all became delegates to the state convention. Somebody moved that we take all of that away from the state central committee and give that power of the budget only to the people on the executive committee. And I sat on the sidelines because I wasn't a delegate that year and watched all, all these people stand in a rising vote to give away all our power mm. over the budget to just those 15 people. And when Mark was running last spring, I emailed him and I said, why don't you make it a plank of your running that you believe that that power should be given back to the state central committee? And he didn't really, well, you know, that's a good, you know, thing to think about. And and he didn't, and I think that is really one of the reasons why we have gone down the wrong path for so many years is that the people who rose up as state central delegates actually had a vote in how the money was spent in the party, and that was just voted away from us, and we have never gotten that back. That is some uh, historical insight into the party that I was not aware of, Georgia. I appreciate you bringing it to our attention, and it's definitely something to consider. I mean, this is the moment to throw pasta at the wall, proverbially, and and take into consideration (laughs) policy ideas that may steer us back in a more grassroots direction, and that certainly sounds like one um, that would take us there. So I appreciate your your commentary there, Georgia. Thank you very much. Yep. Absolutely. It looks like we have uh, another caller on the line who wants to speak to what we've been uh, talking about the past hour, Vincent in St. Paul, um, hello. also on the Republican platform. Go ahead. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello. Uh, when the party used to be over there around the Capitol area, on yep. Park Street, yep. um, when uh, Tony Sutton was in charge, they had a platform, a standing platform. Do they put this out every time there's a convention every couple of years for an election? Or when was the last time they had a platform? That way, the people out there, you know, they can see about coming, you know, that, what the standards are, you know. I know, what, right now for myself, the Democrats have come out after the during the last election, you know, back 20, national election for president. Uh, Joe Biden won the election. Uh, 
they says they're socialists or communists. So, you know, that's between us, the Republicans and the Democrats. So, so you're sa- in other words, you're saying they're they're not shy about telling people what they're about and why aren't we doing the same thing? Are you are you, and also are you asking if there's a, a constant standing platform for the Republican Party? Yeah. Or are you asking you know, and where we find that and and what do we do about you know? We have one now, or do they make yeah. one up? The changes and they are. But was there one last election here yep. in Minnesota? There's a new platform done pretty much every election cycle. Yeah, every two years at the state convention, uh, the platform is effectively reconsidered. The way the process works, and I, I don't know how deep you want me to get into it, but it starts at caucuses. Thank you. Yep, appreciate the call. It starts at caucuses. So there's there's plenty of reason. This is a nice transition into the grassroots process that uh, we're going to need to embrace. If this is something, if this whole conversation and the, the fiasco, the dumpster fire the past week is something that has you on fire, to do something and get involved and change the way things are within the Republican Party, then you need to know how this stuff works. And it starts with caucuses, which will happen in the spring of next year, um, attending those in your neighborhood and getting elected as a delegate to your district conventions, and then in turn going on up to congressional district and to, to the state convention and in the off year. That's where the real magic happens. So in the election year, everybody's focused because there's the the romance and the pageantry of endorsing candidates for statewide office. Uh, But in the off year, that's where the state central committee members get elected. And those those are elected amongst your district. So, again, just above the level of your neighborhood. And um, those are the folks who decide who the chair of the party is going to be and through their influence what the processes of the party are going to look like. And so that those are very important roles, especially in a time like this where we can be assured that you know, the, regardless of whether you're Michael Broadcorp or you're Mike Coran or you're Walter Hudson or you're T.C. Pearson, whoever you are, everybody recognizes across the ideological spectrum that this is a, quote, opportunity – for change. The question is, what type of change is it going to be? What direction is the party going to be steered in? And the answer to that is is going to be determined by you. And I don't mean that rhetorically. This is not a piece of rhetoric. I literally mean you are going to decide it because you are deciding right now and will decide in the future whether or not and to what extent you are going to get involved. If you go to caucuses, if you lobby to become a uh, delegate to your district convention and in the off year to become a state central committee member. And then you carefully consider and advocate for a candidate who is going to run things the way you think they ought to be run. Then you're going to have a direct impact upon the the answer to these questions. Um, If you're not going to do that, if you're going to leave it to whoever shows up and you have no control over who shows up, you're still making the decision. You're still making the decision regarding what what the future of this party is going to be like. And we should know, in true TC fashion, that's how we got to this point. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just nice, going to throw nice, that over to you. Nice toss, Walter. <laughs> um, Walter just wanted to take a drink. So <clears throat> um, here's here's the deal. It the, some of you may or may not be fans of the the power trio rush, and I and, and I know we're going political talk radio, so I'm not talking about the now deceased. Uh, great broadcaster that everybody has a, an affectionate warm spot in their heart for, but the actual band Rush has a has a song in in 
that song is called Free Will. And in that song, Free Will, they, there's a, there's a, a very philosophical um, statement. And I want to say it was uh, Neil Peart who wrote the, the lyrics to this particular song. He says, you can choose to not decide, but you still have made a choice. Correct. And that's where we're at right now. And, and he, Walt's going to never invite me to come fill in with him and Mitch again because what I'm, this is going to be a, a challenge to all of the reactionary conservatives out there. Uh, you have to get off of, of all the mainstream media sources that you would consider to be your friends and your allies. And, and I'm not saying don't watch Fox News. But I'm also saying don't limit everything to Fox News. Watch MSNBC. Watch CNN. Watch all of these others. But also start digging into candidates in your area, not just for office, but the people who are running party, running the party in your area. Because if you're only going to react and you're only going to respond to what's happening when it makes the news, when it blows up, and it's out there and we've been embarrassed by it, if that's the only time you're going to get involved, then you, you're better off not being involved. Just just don't be involved because then that means you're only going to be fired up in that particular situation. You're going to be active long enough to, to probably do more harm than you are, to, you are going to do good. And that's why, you know, Walt went through this very, it's very glamorous. It's, oh, it's just so glamorous to show up at your, that that Tuesday night in, Whatever, what is it, October or whatever we in you know, October. So, that's you know, like the opposite of what it is. <laughs> it's in March or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> and show to show up and vote on on all of these things and everybody's you know, they're all very good at writing out these little platform planks that you want in your local BPOU to take right. to the county and then to take it to the, the district level. Like if that's the only time you're going to get involved is that that one time, then you're going to walk away and you're not going to pay any attention, then please just do everybody a favor and get out. You need to be there for all the boring stuff too. Yeah, I mean this this applies across the board. So it's not just the party. This this, this is a big part of why our culture, our cultural trajectory as a whole, and the institutional trajectory as a whole has been going in the wrong direction, and we all feel it. We've all recognized it. The, the, the fact that there's this great um, schism between the way things ought to be and the, and the way that our values dictate we should be going versus the way we are going at every level in every institution, whether it's the church or your schools or your political party or the state government or local government. All of these institutions are going in the wrong direction. And yet we still hold the same values we've always held. So why? How, how is that possible? We'll get into that when we return. 651-689-4488, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Walter Hudson, T.C. Pearson, in with me, subbing for Mitch Berg. AM 1280, thepatriot.com. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Let's be boring. 
and do a commercial about cash out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Walter Hudson, subbing for Mitch Berg with me in studio to keep me company and keep me from uh, feeling like I'm a crazy person locked in a room talking to himself, T.C. Pearson. Well, it's too late for you. (laughs) You can join us at 651-289-4488. We're, we're talking about, you know, how, how to react. I mean, the, the, the framework for our conversation here, of course, has been the events of the past week or so in the Republican Party. Um, but that's just one example of the type of situation that we find ourselves facing in every institution, whether it's a political party or the church or school, school district, uh, your local government. All of our institutions seem to be in active betrayal of our values. And yet we're kind of letting it happen. Like we're still here. We're still in charge. We technically, we still get to vote for who does what and by what rules. 
And yet the drift, the, the institutional drift continues to be in the opposite direction of what we would prefer and what our values dictate. So why is that? You know, well, the, I'm kind of glad that you said that the way you did. I have a, a friend, uh, his name's Carter Lair, and he hosts a show called Unsafe Space. And um, he and his co-host, Carrie Smith, they, they talk about this a lot. And they say, you know, the, the, the conservatives are progressives following the speed limit. And, and you know, it's obviously the, the counter of the progressives just don't, they just ignore the speed limit. And that's really where we are. And that's, and, and you, you mentioned the church. We're, we are in this position where, you know, like I'm, I was, I was like, I used to be fundamentalist Baptist. I'm not anymore. Um, I just got disowned by about 10 people. <laughs> so, but we have in, in our, in our midst, we have this idea that, we're conservatives, and therefore, as long as we don't look like the progressives, we're, we're still conservative. But if you look at the vast majority of people who call themselves conservatives today, Republican or not, where they are in their ideological perspectives and their worldview right now, they would have never been considered a, a conservative. Right. Ever. Ever. Right. Right. You go back 15, even 20 years, today's conservatives would have been yesterday's leftists. Correct. And and for those of you that aren't familiar, look up the, the, the term, the Overton window. Um, it, it's way too much for us to talk about in the last 40 minutes of this particular Yeah, yes, 40, 40 minutes is too short. 40, 40 <laughs> minutes is, and that is not an exaggeration, but the Overton window is something that we all need to be researching. Sure. Uh, and and it, the pendulum, it, this isn't about a pendulum swing. It's about a shift in our culture. And so you have to ask yourself right now, as you're in that metaphorical, sociological, cultural car that's being driven down the highway, are you the guy in the, the high occupancy vehicle lane with 10 other people all going the speed limit while everyone screams around you in, in electric motorcycles and, and everything else, all doing 70 miles an hour as long as their battery holds out? And saying to yourself, well, look at me, I'm a good guy because I'm not doing what they're doing. Because you need to be putting the brakes on and slowing it down even more and saying, no, we need to actually turn around and take this back the opposite direction, even if it means I'm going against the flow of traffic. And that's the that's the big difference about where we're at right now. Walt, it looks like we have somebody that wants to... Yeah, um, we'll take uh, Daniel and Grove in a second here, but I, I just want to to put a fine point on that. We talked earlier about Michael Broadcorp's comment to Fox 9 in response to the Carnahan situation in the party. And, you know, basically what he's calling for, if you read between the lines, is he's, he's calling for exactly what you're talking about. He wants the Republican Party to to be dominated by the speed limit to hell conservatives um, who are who are going to uh, just keep moving in the same direction as the Democrats at a nice, comfortable pace. Yeah. Um, as, as opposed to driving like a bat out of hell. Which is what we've been doing for a, a very, very long time. Right. We've always, we're, we're always just not going as fast as they are. Right. And, and that's, you're absolutely right. We need to be able to, to actually change course fundamentally. Let's talk to Daniel in Invergrove. Appreciate you waiting as long as you have. Uh, welcome to the program. Yes. Hi, uh, Walter and uh, your guest, uh, I received a 2021 Congressional District Canvas commissioned by the Republican Party telling me that my participation is urgently needed and it's paid for by the Republican National Committee. Uh, 
All right, and, it's, and the purpose of it, it says, is a key facet of our role strategy to ensure our Republican candidates are elected in 21-22 elections. The Republican Party is conducting a critically important canvas of key members and supporters in every congressional district. So one, I'm just very concerned about the wording of some of these questions, and I'm not sure. Can you give us an example, a really oh, good you, example? Oh, you bet. You bet. So number 14, please indicate the top five issues that are most important to you in deciding who to vote for. All right, so five, of course, is an arbitrary number, but some of what they have listed, they have listed gun control. Now, what is that supposed to mean, that that I want to defend the Second Amendment, which I do? Why not say defend the Second Amendment? How about um, listing, it says taxes. It doesn't say cut taxes, it just says taxes. Right. Then it says conservative judges. It doesn't say appoint conservative judges. It's, it just says conservative judges. Right. I mean, who's who's writing this stuff? People and who then, know what uh, they're number, doing. People who know exactly what they're doing. You think it makes sense? Well, no, I I think what it does. I think what you're noticing is that the the whatever answers they get to a survey like that, they can craft a, whatever narrative they want around it. Right. So if they get a a, a result back from that survey where, you know, 70% of respondents said that gun control is one of their top issues, they can spin that in whatever direction they want. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, people who are concerned about their Second Amendment rights and, you know, support constitutional carry and the like. It could be, oh, people who are concerned about mass violence. Like, they can they can frame it in whatever way they wanted to frame it before they sent the survey out. Well, then how is this how is this tell, saying what, what we stand for? That's a great question. How does this help? I mean, and then another one, and the one above it, it says, please mark in order of importance, with one being most important, which issues you feel must be priorities addressed by the Republican Party and candidates. And one of the one of the choices is enact police reform. How about support our local police? Right. Is, what is enact police reform supposed to mean, that yep. we want to defund the police? I mean, right. what the hell is that? To, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I appreciate your call, I mean, Daniel. Thanks, thanks yeah, for, yeah, for bringing this welcome. to our attention. And that's a great material example of exactly what you were just talking about tc mm-hmm. the fact that the 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 michael Broadcorbs of the world would have us following in the the yet fresh footprints of the dfl uh and the national democrats in support of all of the moral and legal premises offered by the hard left um that they, they are not interested in resisting the cultural marxist uh, trajectory of our institutions. They're not interested in turning the car around, to use your analogy. They're they're interested in a more orderly management of our descent into madness. And uh, we have to be willing to say, no, that's not the direction we're going. And we we have to be willing to do what Daniel's doing. Daniel doesn't just he doesn't just receive that survey and say, oh, this is from the Republican National Committee. It must be awesome. It must be good. I'm going to give them the maximum benefit of doubt and assume that they have no ill motive. Fill it out, send it back, and assume that they're working in my best interest. He questions it. He says, what is this? Where did it come from? Why is it worded like this? What are you going to use it for? Those are the types of questions that we all need to be asking about everything. The homework that's being sent home with our kids, the the minutes that are coming out of our uh, city councils and school boards and what have you. So, well, what I hear you saying is, is we should just continue exactly the way we have been for the last fifty years. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely so, not. So, and there again, we, we, boy, you know, I just, I kind of personally, I just want to shift away if we can. I want to shift away from, from what's what we've been talking about, and I think it's an incredibly important topic. But 
I think there's a, a, a depth of something else going on here, and we've already touched on this a little bit. It's this local involvement, period. We, it, we've all heard the frog in the pot of water analogy. Like when you throw a, you know, a frog in that cold water and then you start to slowly turn up the heat, the frog's not going to notice and it's just going to cook to death. But if you take that frog and throw it in a pot of hot water, the frog is going to do everything. It might die, but it's going to do everything it can to try and get out of that hot water. Right. And we've been in a slowly uh, increasing temperature, right. if you will, of a pot of water. And it's just been over the last year especially that the the temperature has been cranked up enough that those of us that have seemingly been kind of basking in the broth <laughs> of the soup that we have created for ourselves have now all of a sudden taken notice and said, wait a minute, too much, right. too far, too fast. And and people are, are waking up. The The question is, is, are we awakened enough and are we willing to actually start to take some risk? Correct. And, you know, as you pointed out, I think it was Daniel with the, with the, the surveys. These surveys aren't coming at you this has been ha- these surveys have been happening for a long time mm-hmm. this stuff has been getting mailed out to people for a long time the question is is now are we going to get people to actually start paying attention to them and doing something about it because we need to by and large need to be affecting that kind of change there again at the local level whether it be in the party or in local politics city council school boards library you know committees whatever it might be this is what we need to be focusing on is getting people in there involved and and ready to start making these changes so that we're the ones that are writing these surveys and we're the ones that are, are putting out the questions to get people to begin to answer them so that we're making effective changes. To extend the frog in the pot of water metaphor, we're at a point where they're starting to slam the lid on the top, right? Where they're, they, they've got you to the point where they they feel, and you can see this in the way that you hear them talk about you they they don't respect you they don't care about your opinion they're not interested in hearing from you they don't think it matters um and that's what we have to overcome we'll talk about how to overcome it when we come back 651-289-4488 AM1280 the patriot Sandow Construction will tear off and haul away your old siding for free. That's an incredible savings for you on your entire siding project. If you've been thinking about new siding for your home, now's the time to call Sandow Construction. Free tear off and haul away of your old siding with any full siding job ends August 31st. Exclude stucco, brick, stone, or asbestos. Financing is available. Log on to SandowInc.com. Sandow Construction, celebrating 40 years as a family-owned business. S-A-N-D-A-U-I-N-C dot com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. 
business. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. There is an answer to the mess we are in today in this country. There's a reason so many young people are being led astray. We have to fight back and protect the country we know and love. There's one who knows the way out of this mess. Charlie Kirk has the answer. He's relentless. He will not stop till he reaches every person who will hear. Listen to him every day, everywhere you find podcasts. The Charlie Kirk Show, now on a podcast near you. You, you. Warning. Warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, usually heard at this time on this day on Saturday 1 to 3, Mitch Berg, your headliner. My name's Walter Hudson, sitting in for him this Saturday. Appreciate you joining us in studio with me, T.C. Pearson. And uh, there are a number of places where you can follow us if you've been enjoying the conversation and the, the tenor of our discussion this afternoon. Uh, we together, me and TC, both do a weekly podcast uh, live streamed Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can track that at the Belladangelo Show.com, the Belladangelo Show.com. Um, I also have another weekly podcast I do with State Representative Jeremy Munson called the Omnibus Podcast. I don't know why he named it that. It's the, it's the I mean, the idea is, and the slogan is, all subjects are germane. We talk about everything. And that's true. But uh, omnibus as a word. It's an odd choice. <laughs> as a word, it's, it, it has all these negative connotations. Jeremy himself hates them, won't vote for them on principle, and yet names his podcast after them. But it's easy to remember. The Omnibus Podcast, you can find it wherever fine podcasts are heard. And uh, last but definitely not least, you can find TC on his YouTube channel, Minnesota Black Robe Regiment. Yes, that that is correct. And thank you, Walter, for yep. the, the the not the shameless self promotion as my son accuses me of so often. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, it's yeah, that's uh, Minnesota Black Robe Regiment, and, and no, it is not a radical. Well, okay, <laughs> it, it might be. Um, 
it it's a throwback to the history of the United States, uh, back to the pre-war for independence. I do not say the Revolutionary War. There's a huge difference between what we did and what France did. Uh, very, very big difference. But uh, the war for independence and the the foundation of what brought upon this continent, this grand republic, this experiment of constitutional republicanism, uh, was sparked by the churches of the day. Uh, everything from uh, Baptists to Lutherans to Presbyterians and, and, and conservative Anglicans and Methodists even, um, these pastors would, would preach these fiery messages about biblical justice. And they encouraged the men of their congregations to resist the tyranny of King George and the English Parliament. And they started that first by letter writing and by asking for representation, and in, in that eventually then, of course, as we know, led to uh, the Declaration of Independence and then the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And and the the gist of my particular program is to talk about those things as they relate today, which I'm, I'm glad that we're able to, to talk about that because, Walt, we've talked a little bit about why we seem to be failing. Correct. Why we're losing this right. this this fight today. And um it for us, I think it's a, a fair statement, Walter, to say that we agree that we've lost our moral footing, that objective morality, uh, because we've we've entered into the fore of the fight on the ground that the enemy has chosen. They they have we they have determined okay we're going to fight there's there's going to be a war and we're like yep there's going to be a war right. and, and they okay and now we're going to we're going to be over here on the tops of these hills and you're going to stand down there <laughs> in the swamp okay and then we're going to also determine that we're going to use arrows and spears and catapults and trebuchets and you're going to use slingshots and sticks and we've said okay We've allowed it to happen yep. because we've allowed them to say that our worldview does not have a valid place in the conversation because, you know, separation of church and state. Correct. Yeah. So let, let's put some uh, some real world analogs into the metaphor that TC just constructed there. So a- as a member of the Tea Party, a movement that largely no longer exists but may rise again at some point in some form, that one of the biggest sins, and I'll go ahead and call it a sin, that I participated in as a uh, member of, and we never liked this word, but I'll be honest, leader in that movement, was conceding to the notion that we were going to set aside social issues in order to focus on the Constitution and economic policy. The The notion was, well, you know, we're, we, there's a, a coalition to be crafted of Republicans, Democrats, and independents who are concerned about their constitutional rights and are concerned about limited government and fiscal responsibility. And so if we get out of all this social garbage, if we, if we get away from the issues that are divisive uh, on, for, in a social nature, in a cultural nature, then we can build a coalition around these economic and constitutional issues that will be a winning movement that will make political change. Well, we couldn't have been more wrong. We couldn't have been more off base in terms of where the political power lies, where the cultural power lies, where the fire 
is started in people's bellies. People don't get fired up about the taxes. They just don't. They might hate paying them, but they don't get fired up. They don't get fired up about their constitutional rights, clearly. I mean, we've seen that over the course of the past year, right, with the COOF, which is what we've come to call the uh, virus that shall not be named. Um, th- th- people will kiss their rights goodbye left and right if they don't have a moral impetus, a moral purpose, a moral courage to fight for them. And and the, I think it's, it's deeper than that. Yeah, it's, go it's ahead. It's deeper than that, Walter. It's um, – we, we – we give head, you know, kind of a head nod to the the Judeo Christian values that built this nation. But we'll get Christians, people in churches, will tell you, and I have to some degree or another been guilty of this in the past. That, well, this isn't a Christian nation. The you know the Constitution doesn't give us that um, that indication that we're supposed to be a Christian nation. And my argument for that is. Like hogwash, like it, everything about what the Constitution says comes from what the Declaration of Independence says. Come comes from the Mayflower Compact, which came from the separatists that left England to come here to practice their religion, and and so when I say it's deeper than they they just kind of like don't care. It's literally they don't believe that there is a moral framework correct for where our rights derive from and we we hear people talk about this often well the constitution gives me right no the constitution doesn't give you your rights your rights come from the god of nature right your your rights come from being made imago dei being made in the image of god and and that's why you can have a constitution that ultimately leads to the end of slavery in the united states right and and I don't say that, that the, the United States was perfect in its inception, but there, there were plenty of problems. But the only reason we survived the way we did for so long is because of the, the, the moral framework that comes from the objective eternal moral law of God and him having endowed in us these unalienable rights. And and people don't really they, – they read that, but they don't really believe that anymore because, quite frankly, and you've heard me say this, Walter, not just on my own show, uh, but on our show on Tuesdays and at other times. It's just not who we are anymore. We, we've The church has abdicated its responsibility, and oftentimes it's done so for a lot of other – a lot of different reasons. One, yeah. they're afraid of conflict. Uh, they're afraid to lose their – 501 they're, they're 501c3, yeah. you know, that tax. Or I don't want to have to not not be able to write off my giving. Yeah. Like, right. like, yeah. I, I might be less generous. I might be a, you know, a, a, you know, a lower image bearer if I don't get a tax exemption. Right. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and and so so you you have a whole series of things of, of complicit. Complicit. Yeah. People that don't are make complicit. Me it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Saturday. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be thinking. Um, we're just basically in collusion. Yeah. The the people don't want to be responsible. The church leadership doesn't want to be responsible. And they don't definitely don't want to rock the boat when, because somebody may not want to come back. When you don't have at, at the force, 
foremost of your mind and deep within your heart a sense of moral purpose of what is right and what matters and what must be protected and fought for, then you're not going to protect it and you're not going to fight for it. And that's where we're at. Where people are moved. You got to ask yourself, we were talking about this during the break. How is it from from what source does the left derive its willingness to fight tooth and nail and to and to take risks, risks of losing elections, risks of being arrested, risks of being canceled like they don't care. They throw out their most radical, most extreme proposals and beliefs and statements, and they do it with zero apology and they risk everything all the time every day. Why are they willing to do that and we're not? And what it comes down to is they have a core fundamental belief about what is right and what is wrong, that it, it is wrong. They are wrong, but they believe it. They believe it, yeah. It's, it, there, it's like the meme that's going around right now with everybody talking about re, you know, resisting tyranny. And, and it says, Rosa Parks got on the bus and all, all she said was no. That's all it takes. That's not all it takes. Look, I, a lot, massive amount of respect for Rosa Parks and what she did. But Rosa Parks got on that bus and said no because it came from a place where she knew she was going to have to be willing to be put in handcuffs and beaten. Right. There was something and that happened before she said, said no that. Exactly. and after. Right. And it's, so it's not just saying no. Right. It's not. It's, it has to come from a place of knowing that what I'm about to do is going to result in severe discomfort for me. But I am okay with that because I know what the source of that is. That's what motivated Rosa Parks. We're going to put a name on this when we come back. It'll be our last segment of the afternoon, and it will be your call to action and your charge as we move forward from all of the dumpster fires that are currently blazing. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Walter Hudson. That's T.C. Pearson. AM1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Okay, folks, it's time to turn screen time into dream time, vision boards into action plans, and some days into todays. Minnesota is home to more than 10,000 lakes, 130 waterfalls, 22 registered scenic byways, and two designated dark sky sanctuaries. It's a place where Prince reigns king and dining is divine. So whether you're looking for the northern lights or city lights, Monet or Chardonnay, find your true north only in Minnesota. ExploreMinnesota.com. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill 800-430-8761 800-430-8761 800-430-8761 
That's 800-430-8761. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, We're going to take you to an uncomfortable place in this final segment of the afternoon here. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitchburg heard 1 to 3 in the afternoon on Saturdays. My name's Walter Hudson, filling in for him. T.C. Pearson also in studio with me. Uh, we've been talking about you know, the world going to hell in a handbasket, which is what you turn into conservative talk radio for, to listen to uh, the... The gnashing of teeth and the ripping of robes in response to all of the horrors that are happening around us. I'm just interested in the idea that you think the last segment is going to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> as opposed I'm, to everything, as that everything else it. that has come before it. So yeah. I'm just, you know, I... Brace like yourself. If, yeah. I don't know where he's going with this, folks, so... So it's it's the call to action part, right? It's it's the part that you have to play. And we've been kind of dancing around this the whole time through the whole, through the show. But the the... There seems to be, and this is just an observation of mine from having done this for over 10 years, political activism, cultural engagement, political commentary, you, you always get, and I've been guilty of it myself, you always get the argument from procedure where people are like, well, you can't do that because We've the Constitution. Done it like that before. Yeah. You, you can't do that because that's against the law. You can't do that because the court ruled this way or the other. What people don't seem to understand and what I didn't understand for a very long time and which the past year should definitely get knocked into our heads. And if it hasn't already, then you better start is that all of none of that stuff actually matters. Hey, here's you want your controversial take. TC Uh-oh. thought he was going to push people away. Uh-oh. Listen to this one. The Constitution doesn't matter. The Constitution. Thank will... you very much for letting us sit in, Mitch. <laughs> the Constitution will not save you. Right. It won't. It's not going to sprout arms and legs and take up arms and defend your honor. Which okay? which is why the oath that almost every single person in public service, both elected and appointed, almost every single one, I cannot think of any public service position where there is not some form of oath, and it almost always comes back to defending right. the Constitution. Right. It needs defense right. from us. Right. It's right. it's not going to defend and, and, us. And from and from government. Right. And so the 
what, what I'm getting at here is the thing that matters in the end, the thing that the reason why the left is winning and we're losing, the reason, political will. Right. Or you can abbreviate it to just will, desire, the will to win, the, the, the will to victory. That is the reason why they are winning and we are losing, because they have a fire in their belly to get it done. They have a, Well, they have a phrase for it that came out of the 60s during the, 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 the open Marxist revolution that was the 1960s into the 70s, which was will to power. Correct. That's, they, they coined that phrase. If you, you have the will to power. In other words, you can make the changes happen if you're willing to commit to it. And, and the, the nice thing is that works for whoever is using it. But Maybe we have we to, can. yeah. But we have to be willing to do it. And the problem is, is that I think in Minnesota we we are in a in a terribly unique um, position in in that we think that Minnesota nice is something to be lauded, like. Oh look, we do everything very, very prim and very proper, and you know, not necessarily in the English courtier, courtier way, but uh, we have this way of doing things with a certain sense of decorum that you know, right. you, you're not. We're we would never speak out during a public meeting. Yeah, we right. would never holler. You know, we would never shout. Oh, down. my five minutes are up. Let me sit down. <laughs> oh, oh, three minutes. I'll make sure I stop at two forty-five. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, we would never do that because. That might be seen as disruptive, right? And and the left isn't like that no. in Minnesota. The the leftists in Minnesota they they watch other people and they take action. The the right, the conservative base, watches these things happen and they go, oh, the horror, right? You know, I I could never do that. And that's the thing. We have to get there now. Yeah, we have to be done with Minnesota nicers. You know, I've joked Minnesota passive aggressive. We have to be done with that. Like we have to be willing, no matter what the situation might be. If they're coming at us and saying, "Look, you're all going to get the coof jab," and if you don't, we're going to haul you away to camps. We need to show up in the streets, peacefully, peacefully, but vocally, and 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 we need to be showing up at, at council meetings. And we're going, and we need to be making ourselves heard. We have to, right? Because if we sit there passively and we don't have the will to power, Correct. they're going to run roughshod over us. And they're already doing it yeah. because they know that the only people they have to be afraid of are the people who are going to show up and be disruptive in those meetings. That's exactly right. And that's not us. That's exa- And I say this as a sitting city council member, okay? I'm in Albertville as a sitting city council member. The, pe- the people who have the most impact over decisions that are made are the ones who are the loudest and most disruptive. Now, we've we've been fortunate to... Not have a lot of those situations. Maybe we will now that I'm broadcasting it. Um, but Oh, they're th- going to show up now. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, it is it is the squeaky wheel that gets the grease, right? Rochester just had this. Rochester just had this. Kim Norton instituted an, emergen- an, an, an emergency mask mandate for three days yeah. because of the massive emergency that is the COOF in, in Rochester. And it said, if you're inside of a building where there's a high potential that someone with a compromised immune system, vulnerable health issue, or children under the age of 12, you have to have a mask on. Well, what building does that not describe in Rochester? Right. <laughs> and the city council, of all the, of all the cities, of all the cities in Minnesota, the city council of Rochester 
slapped her little hand on Thursday afternoon and told her, no, we're, we're rescinding this because right. nothing about what you did actually meets. But that happened because people, they didn't disrupt the meeting, but they made their voices heard. Correct. They started right. to reach out to city council members and said, hey, we don't want this. Make sure this goes away. And it, it cannot be stated in the form of a suggestion. No. It, it cannot be stated in the form of, of oh, I'm just offering you my feedback. No. The, you have to go in there. This is my expectation. This is my house, and this is what I expect. And you work for me. Yes. You're my employee, and this and, is what you will do. And we have to be willing to tell them that. Right. And we... And, and, I've actually heard people in school board meetings go, no, I don't work for you. Yeah, what? that's right. Yeah, like, that's their attitude. <laughs> and, but that serves a purpose as well, right? So this is, this is another thing the left understands that we don't, is that even if you don't get what you want, through the process of challenging them, you expose where your targets are and what, and what you ought to be directing fire towards. Right. And that's the process. You have to, you have to, to, to f- flush them out and then attack your targets. Flush them out and then attack your targets. And they will hate you. They and, will They will hate you. And you have to be comfortable with being hated. And being you targeted. You have to bask in it. You have to love it. Yeah. They're in going a, to a, target In a weird you. way. Yeah. And if you're willing to do that, then we, if we're all willing to do that, then we will very quickly have success. Because, you know, last note before we go this afternoon and before you get Jack Tomzak, and I see him starting to, to arrange themselves out there to come in and take over for us, uh, these, these, the thing you need to do is you need to be willing to take the hit. You need to be willing to take the hit, whatever the hit is. Because if you're not, then they will hit hard. They'll hit harder because they're willing to take it. Um, that's what it comes down to. So very much appreciate you guys sticking with us this afternoon. Appreciate Mitch letting us have his air for a little bit of time. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name's Walter Hudson. That's T.C. Pearson. You can find us at thebelladangeloshow.com. Stay tuned for Jack Tomzak, am1280thepatriot.com. Are you tired of bouncing over your sunken apron into your garage, shoveling snow off an uneven driveway, or stubbing your toe on your uneven sidewalk? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We can fix your settled concrete with a more permanent solution than mudjacking. Expert Concrete Raising uses a high-density polyurethane foam. It doesn't deteriorate, shrink, or wash away over time. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact the second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. That's expertconcreteraising.com. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion went seven, requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. That's all flash. You see flash? Anybody out there? We have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees ever. Banks offer coffee. 
So, what's more important? A Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee. You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Celebrating two decades Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.